You wanna make money on MMA? Let be. You wanna know who to put it in your parlay? Let be. You wanna know a DraftKings stay away? Let be. So, who has the Leslie Smith underdog pick? I got that pick. UFC Bellum in the books. What a hell of a night. We said the Brazilian judges were uh, gonna give us a hard fucking night. And I would say that was some of the nastiest calling I've seen in a long, long time. There was almost a murder inside the ring. How did it end up going for you for this last event? It wasn't just the calls. It was everything even before the weight cuts beforehand. The juicing factor that pr is probably there. Um, the fans are kind of ugly. Kind of? Viva Murder is ugly? You're gonna die? Ah, come on. You're Can you imagine sensitive. if we yelled you're gonna die in Orlando? And How would that go? We'd get escorted out of the premises. You're gonna Go. die. You're... Should we start doing that? UFC Orlando's coming right up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Me neither. I don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> Tickets are too expensive. That's so creepy, too. It made me feel like um, Nightmare on Elm Street, like one, two, Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> You're gonna die. It's so creepy. <laughs> oh, man. So there was tons of interaction from the crowd the entire night through. The Brazilian dynamic, as we were saying, those intangibles, they did play a factor. There was a few robberies that went my way. I wish I would have listened or paid more attention to the Lat B card because we kept telling you guys to be careful. You're going to get screwed with a lot of these close fights, and that's exactly what was going on. But from the bottom to the top, we started with Division Figueredo defeating Joseph Morales TKO round two. Figueredo was, is unbelievably strong. In that division, he was number 14, but uh, Morales really couldn't get much mo going. He was really off of his back pretty much the entire fight, throwing heels up to Figueroa's face. And the TKO came just from accumulation of shots even in the first round. Figueroa's no-no joke on the ground, on the top. On the juice. Definitely the juice was flowing for a lot of these fighters. I'm going to tell you what this is. I'm going to tell you something dirty. If it wasn't the ref in the fight, if it wasn't the... I'll tell you something dirty about each fight. And I hate to sound all Colby Covington, but I don't think if I were a fighter, I would fight in Brazil or... And, I should say, not or. It's not another. I have more respect for fighters who go down there and win. Oh, Unbelievable! It's a yeah. whole different, all different ball game. Different rules. Different. It was so evident to me on this card how much dick kicks, eye pokes, dirty. It's unreal that if a fighter from a different country, America, or regardless of who it is, flips off the crowd on stage because they're getting threatened, that the UFC has to literally have armed guards that are willing to shoot people because people are willing to try to find them and kill them. And that's just a really weird reality because we live in, I guess, such a nice first world country. Um, that does put an extra. And then it's um, weird. other things I'm going to say that's dirty to me that it, it makes me go, hmm. Do you think the Brazilians were in the same hotel that the hot water stopped working? A couple were. And... 
really interesting story. So if you guys didn't know, <laughs> prior or after the weigh-ins, there was multiple fighters that missed weight. Eric Anders by 1.9 pounds, but he ended up getting an extra hour and he did make that weight. Um, because Machida's camp heard about the water heaters, but Prezeris, who has missed three out of four times in his last fights at 155, by over six pounds, most of them, um, he also didn't get to, and the fight was scratched between John Dodson and Munoz, because Munoz didn't make weight by, I think, four pounds as well, and John Dodson refused to fight. Munoz and I put more money on Munoz when as soon as I heard the very next day it got canceled but John Dotson didn't even get his show money like we, we skipped already so much in the card but John Dotson fell out of the fight he showed up to Brazil guy missed weight they said you've got to fight him he said no I don't he should have gotten his show he money bullshit not his he win he did everything right exactly he did everything right that's horseshit. He made weight. He and waited and waited. I should be able to refuse because I did everything right to get there. He didn't. The contract we signed was for this. He did. That isn't. That contract's null and void. New contract made. No, I did everything I did on my end. I don't sign a contract with just the other fighter. I made weight. Yep. I, I think that's such horseshit. Agreed, a hundred percent. Um, there was even a lot of. T- the Twitterverse getting after the UFC and WME. I was some of them. Retweet it. Get out there. Show that this needs to change. They can't do this to Let's fighters. Let's get John Dodson his money. Exactly. We get John Dodson his show money. Exactly. At the very, very least. So, back to the card. Um, Figueroa, somebody to look out for. Morales, I think, can win fights. He's out of that alpha male camp. He had a gritty toughness, but uh, I'm interested to see both of those young guys. Figueroa, to me... I just, I, I want to see what happens when he fights out of Brazil. Some of these guys are only, my whole fight, fighting, how I'm going to pick fights from now on in Brazil is going to change from this point forward. And guys like him, guys like, there's guys later on the card we'll talk about yep. uh, with bad tattoos <laughs> uh, that I think are interesting. They're asking for big fights because they're on these mad tears, but they're only fighting out of Brazil, and they look juiced as fuck. Walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It's probably a duck. So. Joseph Marias, I don't know how great he looked. But if he was fighting a guy at his normal weight class that wasn't juiced to the gills out of his country, maybe it would have been a different gig. I don't know. So on to the bantamweight division. I had Marias submission round three, so here's how... How this fight went uh-huh. is exactly how my whole night went. Uh, I it had didn't decision. even matter. My uh-huh. heart, even and on DraftKings, I didn't have a great night. It was just a really bad night overall. But I was so happy about the bullet that it didn't even matter. <laughs> it didn't even matter. It really didn't even matter. So, on to the bantamweights. So, <laughs> Soto got blown out of the water in a minute, six, cent- six seconds. Uh, by Yuri Alcantara. What did you need to see? Alcantara throwing Brunson-esque type of strikes, just spamming tons of uh, power in Soto, not being able to withstand much. Is Soto done? Is, is Soto look I really bad at 30 say, years old? Do you want to say it or should I? I don't get out of here. I don't know. I think he can beat other people. What, what's his skid? Even if so. 
Toe. <laughs> <laughs> He's only lost one prior to that, so he was on a toe. 25 winning streak before that. <laughs> he goes three losses in a row, three wins in a row out of his last eight fights. Now he's about to get another loss. So he's 50-50. Ugh. So he's a 50-50 fighter. So he's an Artem Lobov. In his last few fights, he he's... Yeah, he's right around that 50-50 range. But either way, ugh, there's not too many people I'm trusting Joe Soto with. Yuri Alcantara as well. Not trusting that guy against many other people. Out of Brazil. Out of Brazil. Looked like he was definitely shredded. Uh, he usually is, but he didn't even let his gas tank get into contention. Um... I'm going to probably try to fade either one of these fighters compared to their opponents. I'll pick Alcantara if he's fighting in Brazil. On to the strawweights. 115, we had Paulina Viana defeating Maya Stevenson via submission round one. Wow. I am so glad I stayed away from Stevenson in this. Uh, This was really rough one. I did put Viana on a couple things. Um, but not enough to really make my night over. I ended up picking Viana submission round two. It was around one. Stevenson is a big fade for the next fight she has, by far. Stevenson, I don't even know if she should be really in be in here. Yep. She looked awful at weigh-ins. Awful. It looked like it was really hard on her body. I think she doesn't have the skill set, so she's trying to squeeze into a lighter weight class. And, girl... The lower weight class you go, the faster these broadies are getting. You can't be in there. And it's not that Viana is so great or that you want to jump on a hype train for her. It's just that Stevenson is an all-time fade. Yes. All-time fade. Yep. That's definitely a fade of 2018. I had Viana on a few. This is how you know how my night went. She was one of my highlight picks of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it was a first-round finish. That's usually better for 100 points. So not a bad pick. Um, we end up going on to the lightweights. Alan Patrick defeating Dem- Demir Hadzovic in a three-round decision. This was, I feel like the bean was right on on this. This was 100% wrestling all the way. Shots, shots, shots. Hadzovic just didn't have the gas tank to be able to keep up or get up off of the ground after that first round. Um, they were explosive, though. That first round was two tornadoes in there, nonstop moving. But that's I thought a- Hadzovic, um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and Alan Patrick didn't lay a ton of damage at nope. all. Nope, he had just takedowns. It was like eight takedowns or something like that. In his the was a legitimate win. Yeah, his was. He definitely controlled that octagon, but that's what he does, so he'll still beat a lot of people, unfortunately. But he I has like a very Alan important- Patrick a little more after it. I'm a little, I watched some of his fights, and I should have changed this. Um, I had a different opinion of him. All I could remember was that jaw. All I could remember, <laughs> it was just he seemed so brittle to me because of it. And his fighting style isn't, he doesn't really stand with people and strike so much. So it he just happened. It until he broke his damn jaw. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got to wrestling, but he can do it well because it works. But his entries definitely the the athleticism for him really gets him through which the juice may be flowing with Patrick a little bit he was looking a little sisky as well that Hadzavik could be the too. sketchy thing with him yeah the EBO could be flowing there Hadzavik just looked like he had that you know that tough like eastern European yes yes <laughs> like I was like twiny body so onto the welterweights we had Sergio Marias defeating Tur- the Tim Dirty Bird means... Did you call him the turd? The turdy bird. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
I'm getting the bean 100% right on this. Saying it was going to be a dirty split inside robbery from Brazil. And that is exactly what happened. I ended up going submission. Um, I should have went to decision either way. But I had Tim Means winning 29-28, if not 30-28 or 27 but there was no way Marias won that, and I had Marias. This was on ugly off. judging all day. Yep, this was one of the worst of the year. I feel like the first round Marias gave away, but the second and third easily Tim Means ran away with. Knocked them down even a few times, but then did Marias try that last flurry that we said those last ten seconds gave Marias gave the judges enough to say they're going to give him the round. He won it, you guys. Don't you remember the last ten seconds? <laughs> exactly. But- Tim Means is a... Both these guys are a fade. Sergio Marias, pick him if he's fighting in Brazil, the same as all these guys on this card. Tim Means, fade him the whole way out. He's fighting for a paycheck. I know all the guys are fighting for a paycheck, but some of the guys are fighting for the smartest amount of dollars for their time. Tim Means is not one of those people right now. He's just... As soon as he can, he's taking a fight again. His body doesn't look good, and it's not just age. I'd agree with that. Um... The interesting things that did end up happening in this fight, Sergio Marias has such garbage takedowns that he resorted to lying flat on his back and hoping that the Tim Means would come on top of him. That's horrible. Because that lets you know how bad Marias' takedowns are, that he's not even willing to put himself in danger by throwing a bad one and willing to give out mounts, potentially, because uh, he's so confident on the and ground. And was it shisty judging or stupid Tim Means that the judges should have made Marias get off the ground a few times. I think but, they did stand him up, but he did stand him up and gave them room. And then to the stand other up. thing that I didn't like is Tim Means, stop kicking him. Back up and make the make them stand him back up. Don't go down there with him. Anyway, he, he, he did, didn't he did he enough didn't. to win. That's what we were saying. Exactly. Tim Means won that, but I'm thinking both fighters after this. I'm fading both fighters. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the matchup, but more than if likely Sergio's most fighting people in Brazil, are otherwise fade him. <laughs> so, on to the main card. We had Tiago Santos defeating Anthony Smith, TKO, round two. Uh, Santos, big power. Both of these guys, Smith had a better chin than I had given him credit for. And one of the worst tattoos in the world now has a direct opposite with the whole cross and the star on his back. But um, Tiago Santos, also probably juicing to the fuck. To he's like 205. All the way. He is full of it. But guess what? He won me money because I was like, yeah, okay. He's going to be full of it. Throws We're in Brazil. Of, throws with tons of power. Take down the fence getting eh, iffy. Still, Anthony Smith did manage to take down santos a few times and landed a few of his shots pretty well it was essentially a body shot i feel like started off the chain of events though but in that first round it could have been stopped a few times for anthony smith and they let him just get pummeled some of those elbows when anthony smith was hurt came in for a shot and then he got elbowed at the end of the first Woo! it was brutal so he's one of the guys that says he deserves a big fight next what do you think about that I'm willing to see him fight whoever. Does it? Who's a bigger name? I mean, Anthony Smith, I think, is right in line. Who does he want to fight? He had Musasi, lost that fight, but at 185 pounds? Weidman? Chris Weidman? That's too big of a name. That's pretty much top three contenders. 
Ooh. Kevin Gastelum. Yeah. Takedown City. That's a fun fight. Kevin Gastelum, Tiago Santos, 185. Book it. You heard it here first. You're, that's a good fight. That's a great fucking it's fight. Like if Kelvin gets through Tiago, he needs to be up in that upper echelon of, of dudes and be fighting for... And if Tiago can get through him, well, good on him. He deserves to be there, too. Not in Brazil. No. That has to be in Las Vegas. Not in Brazil. I don't Ooh. care where it's at. I think we need to Brazil. retweet that one out. That's a sneak leak fun fight right there. Sneak leak. <laughs> so Hashtag sneak leak. With Anthony Smith, what are you going to end up doing with him? I think he can still win a lot of fights in this division. Uh, he's been finished a few times. Um, I know it was a little bit of a gap, like three or four years. Hopefully he takes a little bit of a break because he definitely took a beating. Santos, as well in this fight, with the Brazilian fuckery that was going on, you were making a point to this in between rounds. Did you see the globule? I know you did because you told me. A Vaseline that was on his face. That is there to A lot of fighters I was noticing, they were just leaving this massive amount of grease. And then you informed me that, and I was like, it seems like you'd get out of submissions easy. And you're like, oh yeah. Brazilian fighters are doing you it all the time. You can see Anthony Silva, a gif of him wiping his shoulders and body. Anderson Silva? Anderson himself, who was actually officially charged with having some sort of synthetic steroid that there's no fucking way around it. And the UFC... Giraffe hormone. <laughs> I don't know if it really was. That would be awesome if it I didn't know if it was right. It wasn't that shit over there. So, sneak leak. Hashtag sneak leak. <laughs> sneak leak. Yeah. Anderson Silva on that giraffe steroids. With Silva, all of his information has already been scratched off of the UFC Fight Pass. Type in Anderson Silva and you will find 0% information right now. They've pulled all of his content because... Dumping it. Yep. He's, they're like, oh, this is, this is bad, bad news for us. Which, they all were doing it. Every last one of them from a long, long time ago. Even from the initial start. So, I don't know if they should be stricken from the record. Maybe just an asterisk. Maybe just little asterisks, because he's still in there and fought regardless of the steroid. People on steroids lose all the fucking time. All the time. Yeah. They have a better chance of winning, but they lose. It, it still happens. He didn't beat Daniel Cormier. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He didn't beat Daniel Cormier. But John Jones on steroids in. He was clean. I, what's he in this whole hookup? The, le- the two he popped both times. He'll be back in less than a year. That means he was clean. There was a mix up. There was a mix-up. What at the a fucking hospital. UFC world we live in right now! Unfucking believable. Right now, the Super Bowl is it's, playing right now. I just want to say that's how much we love you. So if that doesn't get a like and subscribe, I really don't know what does. Right in America, it's sacrilegious, but I don't give two shits. We're like Tom Brady talking about UFC. Tom Brady talking about UFC. So we decided. We'd rather talk about UFC with you guys. By far. And I'm having a way, way better time. Yeah. So remember to like and subscribe for all things Lesbo and the Bean, lesboandthebean.com, and at Twitter, Lesbo and the Bean. Go on. So we ended up having a bantamweight bout at 135 Perfect pounds. Perfect time to say that because it's my favorite, one of my favorites. It was Douglas Andrade defeating Char- uh, Marlon Chito Vera in a three-round decision. God damn. Evil Twin was all over Dita Silva, and the fucking juice was flowing for this little son of a bitch as well, too. I like, There's no fucking way. I like the way Cheeto's body looked. I thought he looked um, better than he has, like, 
in better shape than he has in any of his previous fights. Agreed. It, it, it was like he had that John Wink tentative scared to pull the trigger fight. For some reason. He was getting bombs thrown at him, though. He and, was. Andrade was throwing. You were telling me he looked like the, or Andrade looked like Andrade. And yeah. it did. Yeah. He really did. But he actually and had Lineker. power in his shots. You it, were saying yeah. John Lineker, and I'm like. Without the body like, attack, but yeah. yeah. It, and it was true. He held that power into the third round. Great gas tank for DeAndrage. He was a, a ranked opponent. Um, Chito Vera, dare I say, one of the few men that actually pulls off a mas- mustache well. It actually he looks, looks like it fits him. looks better with the mustache. I yeah. like him. There's not many people that do it. A lot of guys are doing it for a gimmick. I don't think Chito can pull it. His name's Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, right? He can have a mustache. Your Uncle Cheeto has a mustache like that. Very, very true. Uh, De Silva had a little Brazilian brook going on. How did you like his hairstyle, by the way? Worst in the UFC. One of the grossest fucking haircuts. Grossest thing ever. But I just thought it was funny that one of the things we said going into the fight was, um, uh, Marlon Vera lost to John Lineker. Douglas Andrade is not going to come out and be John Lineker. And that's exactly how he came out. That's exactly what he did for three rounds straight. Um, And really, Chito was the one getting hit most of that fight. I feel like it was more counters that Chito was landing than anything. But I wasn't mad at both this fighters. decision. I wasn't mad at this either, even though I had Chito. I'm going to bet on both fighters either way going on. DeAndrage, if he can stay on the juice, he's going to be in that top. We'll see if he fights eight. out of Brazil next Easy. fight. Otherwise, always bet on him from this point forward. <laughs> so, to the heavyweights we go. And then I'd like to be judgmental, but here's one that could have been a sketchy decision. Oh, great. That didn't go our way. I feel like we both had Gloom defeating Johnson, but... Timothy Johnson actually came through and won a three-round decision. Here's what I didn't see with Timothy Johnson. 50 extra pounds on his big ass. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to come out like that. It, he, he was a definitely a different built heavyweight than he has been in previous fights. And it didn't seem to affect his cardio so much. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, weird performances. Someday, like sometimes, you just don't want to fight and fighters say that. And to this day, these days... Timothy Johnson wants to fight. It Here's was a on the other fight. side. Here's uh-huh. on the other side of it. Golm looked like he put on a couple pounds for the division. He didn't look as lean as he did in his previous fight, and it looked like it affected the shit out of his cardio. I don't. It was a close fight. It was a clinch worthy fight. Was there many takedowns? I don't think there was many takedowns. It was purely a striking battle. And 29 28, Tim. Is close, and what we were saying with Brazil earlier, that when the Americans came through, it wasn't any fun. Because if you watch the gifts going back of Tim Johnson getting back to the, the um, what is that medical room, he has to cover his head from all the bottles and yeah. shit flying fucking on top so of him because he won a fight. Thing, the one guy who wins. The one guy who <laughs> honestly is like, damn, I just had a brutal ass fight in there. Then gets fucking accosted by fans, and it's just. Uh, what do How you have unfortunate. to say about it? If How? you were a fighter, are you fighting in Brazil? Oh, I'd never. I would never. The only potential way I would ever do that is... No, it wouldn't even be for a bonus. Because I know for a fact that Kevin Lee can't fight in Brazil anymore. Like, he did. He flipped off the crowd, Matt Brown, as well. UFC's like, no, we it's can't afford... It. We yeah. don't want to pay for your security. We don't want to pay for your security, and you're going to have people trying to find you. So, no. So, you can be essentially kicked out of there so no thank you um i've started to debate whether i want to go visit there 
in general, I'm just like, oh, there's so many other places the UFC goes as well. Hawaii. I'm just saying. I know. And anyone that talks about expense, I see that a lot online where it's like, they can't, uh, the UFC can't afford to go to the Hawaii. And I'm like, but they can afford to go to Australia, New Zealand, Japan, uh, Brazil. Yep. It's, come on, people. You're not yep. thinking clear. It's not like it's the NFL traveling out of the United With States. With late breaking news, Max Holloway officially out of 220. For, was it 220 222? Or 222, sorry. But he is officially out with an injury. Uh, has already come out on Twitter and talked about it and been like, hey, this happens in the sport. I'll be back. It, whatever, whatever. But now, Frankie Edgar is left to hold that spot or is there... What are they talking about? Do you Have you heard much I about this? I have not heard any updates on it. I feel like they're scrambling it and a lot of guys don't have a ton to gain from fighting Frankie in that division. For no, And it's not the interim belt? It's or would no it be? Belt. Exactly, right? It's just the head of... They don't need an interim. He's a... Uh, Holloway's a moving, active champion. Yeah, he hasn't been out that long already. Yeah. So, interesting. Uh, we're going to have to keep up with that. I know that they've offered a few, few people. But uh, there's nothing that sticks out to me in that division other than Max Holloway right now. But either way... I'm actually wondering if they're going to take the next... Uh, Valentina, and we'll get to her. I'm wondering if they're going to move her in because of the lack of damage she took in this fight. If they'll move her in for another fight to fill in a spot. I think she is a hidden little gold mine for the UFC. We'll talk more about her when we get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Timothy Johnson, Gloom, though, what do you feel both ways? I think Gloom has learned a lot in this fight. He hasn't been tested that much due to the high percentages of finishes he has against Johnson, who really showed his grittiness and toughness that he didn't against Albini. So I'm, you always got to worry about Timothy Johnson in a fight. Most of the heavyweight fights, most. Uh huh. When the two fighters show up or I see them on a card, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know these two guys fought in the UFC anymore. <laughs> so where these two guys go from here, either of them, they'll be that spot on a card forward, and I don't really care. If they were to fight again two weeks from now, I would break it down and have no recollection about it. <laughs> I have no memory of that fight right now as we sit here. It was so boring to me. Yep. On to the lightweights. We had Michelle Perseris defeating Des Green in a three-round decision. This had all sorts of fucked up shit. As I was saying before, Perseris has already missed three out of four times in his last weight cuts. And he's missed by four to six pounds on each one of those. And as soon as I heard that and Des took that fight, I put more money on Perseris. I put more money. He does this. Of course he was going to win this fight. Not only was he in Brazil, he's going to have a better gas tank and more size. He was rumored to walk back in the ring at about 189 pounds. Almost 190, Perseris did. It's crazy. Against Green, who Two is Two weight classes small. higher. Des Green just moved up from 145. So, he just gained 10 pounds. He's, he, he used to fight at 145. Two weight classes up, as you were saying. Green did a lot in there. The scrambles... The, the sure strength that you see Preserves overwhelm people with, this is what I felt like I called. Again, the bean was on the spot with Preserves saying, hey. You had a good week for sure. This this one um, ended up going 6 out of 11. So it was above 50%. But I but feel it like the most people had bad weeks this week. It was a tough one. It was a tough one. Brazil really ended up not being very fair. Hashtag never again. Oh, wait. I think that one's taken. <laughs> Oopsie. So... Hashtag too soon? Question mark? Hashtag never forget. So, 
with Green, yeah, I feel like he was also potentially robbed in this. With those scrambles and all that, I thought Green had advantageous striking Here in there as I well. Here is what I have to say going forward. Michael Prezeris is going to be dangerous to watch because he's always going to not weigh in the right weight class. He's always going to fight at this 155 difference between last time weigh-ins and this time. He looked fat this time. Yep. Last time, even though he weighed in heavy, he looked cut up. Yep. This time he looked fat. So he's taking it for granted that he can just get away with whatever these cockamamie rules going on in Brazil or whoever they have paid off at the scales. And that was another rumor, too, is that they were having weird weight things on the scales for the Brazilian fighters. Like there was weird stuff going on. The biggest takeaway for this is Brazil is going to be a whole different fight organization. I'm going to treat it like a different fight organization when the UFC is down there from now on. But Des Green going forward, dangerous, sneaky, dangerous MF. They're going to give him another fight, hopefully. He's been on a couple fight losing streak, but he he doesn't lose the low caliber people. He's losing the top level guys. Prezeris is in that category, even though he's getting close to that fade time. Dangerous Dependence fight. of the juice. Keeps on flowing with that son of a gun, so... To me, if Des Green's fighting out of Brazil, he's a sneaky underdog going forward. And Michael Prezera is fighting out of Brazil. He is an easy... Everyone else will jump on the hype train and bet against him. He, Yeah, I think the UFC, though, is forced to make a move to 170 if he wants to keep a job I in didn't the hear one thing about it. Unreal. Unreal, because it's Brazil. Unreal. Unreal. So, on to the co-main event, dun, dun, or dun, the dun. people's main event. Dun, 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 dun. The people's main event. You almost witnessed a murder last night. In the octagon, Mazagati is willing to let somebody die for the fans. That's I true. I tell you. That's true sportsmanship. Mazagati's just like, is, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah. This bitch has to fucking get choked out and almost die for your guys' pleasure. Because Shevchenko won 217 strikes to three? I thought it was like 270, but maybe it was 217. Uh, it might have been the last number that I saw before yeah. I ended up finally falling asleep. But it was either way to three. In a second round finish. To three? Unfucking real. We thought it was going to be Tim Elliott-esque on the DraftKings points for Shevchenko. We told you if you could afford her, you should be trying to because she's going to be worth it. 139, I believe, was her max points, which... Elliot got like a 150 something at one point in time. So still in the 130s, that's heavy duty points. That's a big percentage. Really liked the tenacity that Shevchenko had in there, but she's always had that bulldog out in her. Um, Correa, I don't know, Priscilla, I don't know how I feel about her going on. She didn't really get to show anything in there, and I didn't really like her even in that Lauren Murphy fight. I thought she would have probably lose, lost that anyway. So. She was fighting just for that next contract, and she had to take a fucking beating to get that UFC contract. Good for her. She did tap three times, though. She tapped in the first round, and then once before, and then a third time when they finally caught it. Like, unreal. See, I see it different. I don't see Shevchenko as a bulldog ever before this. Something happened in her noons fights where she didn't pull the trigger, had a different fighting style, a different amount of time that she was in there, and something clicked for her. Also, 125 with the weight cut looked better than ever before. She was faster. I think the ritual of the weight cut, she didn't have a dangerous amount to lose. It was like, it seemed like a perfect kiss of like exercise and what you go through to finish your whole ritual of training. She looked amazing in there. I liked all parts of it. So, um, 
I this division was handcrafted for her. I only see her eating it through whoever they give her. The girl can be injured. The in quotes champion right now. The Jermaine is it Germ GDR Jermaine Duranami? No, at one twenty five. I'm just just. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good it one. It just seems like a very similar story, doesn't it? It's like all of a sudden this person wins a belt that they shouldn't have had. The really what should have happened is, but. As far as we know, the UFC offered to build this category for Shevchenko, and Shevchenko could have been hard-headed, like, no, I must beat Amanda Nunes. I must beat her. Because she has this set. She still has it in her head. We're going to see each other again. Yep. And I think Amanda Nunes is a 145 fighter. Yeah. I think she's too big for 135. <laughs> yeah. I just love Shevchenko. So I think she just eats through whoever we want. We're going to get to watch her. It's time for her to carry the new torch. Rose has a very dangerous challenge ahead of her. If she can get past JJ, she has a very dangerous challenge in Claudia. Very dangerous and you know, for Rose and her fighting style. With Shevchenko, I think we get to watch her carry what Ronda carried with it starting and then um, JJ carrying. And not that Amanda's not carrying it, but I don't think she had as many fights as JJ had in her span. And not that it has the long... I just don't think Amanda takes a lot of fights. I think she's fought twice since she's had the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those... Scheduled for three, made two. Hard to wake up for a camp when you make it a million dollars. When you made a million dollars in one fight and she's had a few defenses in there, but it happens all the way around. It's Amanda Cyborg. Is that the next fight? Anyway, I think it is. I think it might be... I definitely They've think They've been it talking is. about it. Yeah, they've talking about it. I don't know if I it's like officially finalized. I don't like that they're eating through a champion in both divisions and taking it away. I, but I do, I think Amanda is a great 145 fighter. And I actually think she's the easiest, most dangerous person that Chris has gone against. Woo, 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 woo. But we'll That's talk a fun about one. that when we get there. My so, girl, Chef Chanko. It wasn't too hard to be able to bet on your buy. The, the line's opened at minus 700 okay. for Chef mm-hmm. Chanko. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dang, lesbian action happening right in the uh, studio. Sorry. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you fans get. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, we were on YouTube. <laughs> oh, so no. So close to a camera. So, the, uh, as I was going to say, minus 700 Shevchenko that ballooned up to like minus 950 is going to stay up in those ranges against a few Any fighters. Any of this division, she's going to yep. be the JJ for a while. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Until JJ moves up, and then that's a fun ass fight. Can't wait for that. Talking about a super JJ fight. JJ needs to move up. She, she, she one fifteen exactly. ain't right for exactly. her, and I think the JJ we see at one twenty five is right for her okay. body as well. So I'm excited for that. That very really excited. is the next super fight for both women. But I do like them building, letting Shevchenko chew through some women, and then doing JJ the same thing in the division. And letting her build up. Uh-huh. Any way they do it, I'm going to watch. It's a great fight. It's going to be a fight we watch. So on to the main event. We ended up almost missing this because <laughs> we were like, fault. oh, we thought, we thought that the main event was Shevchenko. And we're like, oh, we okay. We were so excited. <laughs> it was like we blew our wad after Shevchenko. <laughs> we were busy trying to make gifts and all sorts of stuff and ended up uh, almost missing the Machida Anders five-round decision. I said it. Five rounds. Machida was able to stay in there uh, through the skin of his teeth and the breath of his wife. Did he barely fucking hold on in there? But he did for five rounds. He threw a lot of counter strikes. Anders gassed very badly for me. But the most interesting, 
entire part of this fight was not only Machida, but it was his fan. I know we, we were talking about it nonstop. It was a lady who was <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> if you are a fighter and you're listening to Lesbo and the Bean, leave her at home. Unless she, your wife can be keep up with it and was maybe it just his wife? I don't know. Oh. If you got your girlfriend who can't shut the fuck up after a couple beers, fucking go, go out and play some table games or something. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> What's worse, the lady screaming or the Ric Flair woo? Woo! I think they all have a place in it. I Oh, really? Me, it's not woo. even a real fight night until the lady screams. Dang, interesting. Do it doesn't know? always happen. No, but you know who I know for a fact every single fight night John Jones fights? There's a lady like that in there. Because it's just girl. It's just side chick. That ain't his real. <laughs> I, my wife said because of the lady screaming that if we went to a fight, she would be the drunk lady that would scream. <laughs> but Because then, it's like a funny thing that she would have in the back of her head when she was drunk being like, I'm going to be the drunk lady screaming. <laughs> Demetrius Johnson's wife one time when the UFC was in Washington live tweeted during the fight that's not me because everyone said it was DJ's wife during his fight screaming and it was totally just some drunk ass Washingtonian getting blitzed having a good time so again the best time of this fight was definitely the crowd Lyoto Machida <coughs> used a lot of good direction looked really really thin a Classic Machida. Anders knew what he needed to do to get in there. Try to blitz him a few times. Machida's chin held out, though. That was it. And that's what I, I was counting against. I guys going forward. And really, yep. I don't know. Take it for what it is going forward. Picking my picks on Shevchenko nights. And remind me when we get into a Brazilian card that I have to have the Brazilian bias. This is I have truth. to. It's really hard for me to just go against fighters that I wouldn't traditionally go against or pick fighters that I wouldn't normally pick, but unless somebody's a monster like a Max Holloway or a bullet like Shevchenko to go into Brazil and you you just can't let it go to the decision. You gotta keep that keep that for reals going. So, I is think- there any last Twitter stuff or with these guys? Andres is gonna win a few fights. Machida's... I was expecting the... The power of Anders. <laughs> that one got you. <coughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. Um. So, with Anders, as I was saying, sorry about that, he's going to be able to win fights. Um, Lyoto Machida, I thought his chin wasn't going to hold up. It did, so he's going to be able to win fights as well. You didn't hear who we called out? Who? I don't even fucking remember. Oh, wait, maybe I'm making it up. Did he call out Michael Bisping? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. He can be Michael I'm Bisping. Like, did I dream that? No, he can be Michael Bisping, but so can everybody. But I think Michael Bisping likes that fight. Why would Michael Bisping take that fight? I think in his ego, hey, he it's a, win- he can it's win a winnable that. fight too. That's actually one of those legend league esque type of fights. I don't mind that fight for either guy. I actually agree with that. It that should doesn't be both seem too guys bad. Last fight, they should say it's their last fight going into it. Both guys should announce it. They should have a little press tour, Dana, because they're both legend enough to let them off. They both nicely. Worked, um, belt holders as well. Do they both held the belt. A Brazil, at a, time. Mm-hmm. a UK, and then a fight in Vegas. Boom! Let them yep. go. Make a whole card around it. Call yep. it a legend series and do a. Put one in the put both in the Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Fame fight. 
But put them both in. Or one gets in this year, one gets in later. Or some shit. I don't know. But get them both out of there. They're both legends and they don't need to be hurt anymore. What Eric Anders wants to do from here. When I look at Eric Anders, he reminds me. And I didn't watch fights back then. But I've gone back and watched all the fights for it. And I just, in my head, hear Joe Rogan saying to Brennan Schaub, You aren't elite at this. You do not have what it takes to be a champion and that's how I feel about Eric Anders he can go and make a paycheck but I don't think he's elite at this and I don't think he has what it takes to be a champion but there's a lot of guys in that check. boat there's a lot of guys in that boat um, it's a hard division to be in that boat hell fucking yeah it's hard to all of them it, it's, it's, a, hard, what I'm, it's, it's a, a hard, hard life. lifestyle it's a hard hard life uh, the bee it's knows a, a little bit <laughs> about that I hope we don't get pulled off YouTube Oh, for singing that. That wasn't Annie in here? <laughs> Jesus. That, oh, I thought it was Annie herself <laughs> singing. <laughs> so, any last... H to the Izzo. <laughs> Sorry. Last Brazilian biased information. We did forget to touch on a little bit. Fucking Dana White absolutely hates Mazagati. One million percent. He hates Mazagati more than I do. Yes, he does. And he's openly said it. And <coughs> when does the rest of the organization take note of these bad calls? Because he's had multiple really questionable How many places instances. are we in, though, that we see bad ref? New York, to all the time. Brazil, all the time. Is that the location or the ref, though? I think there really needs to be a, re- a training school for... These. There's a few things. Herb Dean does one, and so does Big John McCarthy. But they only help you get the tests and help you guide you, but it's not mandated. You can do it other ways. But there needs to be the say, There needs to be some kind of bad call, good call, score thing, and then whoever has the highest score gets the bigger matches. Because I hate when I see Mazigaki in there. And when I saw him in there, in the Shevchenko, I'm like, oh, no. How is this going to hurt her? Mm-hmm. How is this going to hurt my girl right now? Yep. But it ended up hurting the other. I actually thought a few times, I hope she doesn't break her hands. Like, this is too much. She used every single punch. She really was just like, I'm going to have to submit her. I would say to try to not to leave on the worst note, there was, in the whole night of all the shit we've been talking, there was a shining light. Mark Goddard, in the Prezera's Death's Green fight, did a wonderful job. We skipped over that. Remember when he started punching him in the back of the head? Mark Goddard said, watch the back of the head. Prezeris was like, oh, I'm fine. And punched him oh, two times yeah. in the back like of the gun. Like, they were telling the... If it was a Brazilian ref in there... He would have been like... Oh, he would have been like, hit him again. Do it, do it again. Do it again. The camera didn't see it. You're like, to leave on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Goddard, class fucking act. He also shut down Conor McGregor. On the spot, he was the one who stopped the fight and said, Hey, you sit the fuck down while the fight's going down. If we had fans that made musical compilations, they could send it to our Gmail, as Bone the Bean at Gmail. Um, that could do, I almost, you know the song, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. You know that song? Oh, it's yeah. like super. That song redone, but somehow I think I'm turning like Colby. I think I'm turned Colby. I really think so. And it's a video of you and I, but we both have Colby Covington heads because <laughs> both of us are like all Brazil hating. <laughs> That's our Brazilian bias. We just have to know it going forward. 
It really has nothing to do with any country as a whole. It's just like high altitude somewhere or just I feel like, like we said it. We, we, we did. Said it. I wish I would have listened we to better to it. myself. Exactly. On a week. Exactly. I, I don't exactly. know if I, I need to look back. I might always have horrible weeks in Brazil. Ah, oh, well, do we want to leave? Is there anything else to be said? I think we'll get to it. We have another breakdown coming up this weekend. For this weekend, I mean. So yeah, we'll, we'll be... see you some guy time Wednesday night. More than likely, the lines Thursday should probably morning, be out. We'll get it all done for uh, what's the next card coming up? Ooh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head right now. I need to take a break. You do know. Oh, it is Rockhold. Michael Bisming. Yo, Romero versus Rockhold? <laughs> yeah. That's right. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. So for all things Lesbo and the Bean, lesboandthebean.com and at Lesbo and the Bean on Twitter, we'll be breaking that down later in the week. See you then. Lesbo and the Bean.